Hello and welcome. This episode is episode two and it's with a good friend of mine, Sam Ng. A uh, bit of background, Sam Ng is a ginger. He's also one of the nicest people I know. Uh, just as a bit of prior forewarning, the usual place that I record the podcast, it was raining uh, in the conservatory, so I moved it indoors, but there was a slight issue with echo. But it still doesn't impeach on the overall quality, but it might be a bit tinny. Um, I've tried my best to edit it out but still nonetheless the conversation with Sam is fantastic and I had real fun making it so I hope it I hope that you still find it as enjoyable as I do so without further ado please welcome Mr Sam Ng it was called Riff Whack and there I think you have the essential difference between us and the rest of the world and both do both do comedy um mm-hmm. arguably both of us not, not very successful <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could say that. So yeah, Sam and I do uh, do gigs together for, for the university. Do gigs? How many have we actually done together? One. We've done together. <laughs> two. Might have done two together. Might have done two. Yeah, that's more than more than more, nothing though. More than most. It's it's yeah. like a might might become a, a regular double act. You know. Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully in the future. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, now Sam's dad is a, a comedy writer yeah he writes um a lot of scripts and things for remind me it's uh, so he does a lot of a lot of panel shows so obviously a lot of people just think that they're they're winging it on panel shows it's it's all you know um it's all on the spot but there's a lot that goes behind the scenes you know, i'm not going to ruin it for everyone but there's a lot of behind the scenes and pre-written stuff and especially for the hosts and so my dad does a lot of that a lot of writing for that um, and he also does a sitcom called Zapped on Dave, so he's got a bit of bit of sitcom writing under his belt as well. And he did do stand up back in the day, did do but very unsuccessfully. So I'm following in his footsteps with no, the with the unsuccessfully bit. Maybe you're already more successful than your dad. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I doubt it. I thought, yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean, Dave is really the place to go for like comedy in the UK. Like yeah. TV-wise, yeah, yeah, I'd it seems so. to be um, it's like predominantly comedy. Predominantly comedy because they got things like Taskmaster is very, very big on that. Yeah, You've got the new hypothetical thing with uh, Abel's oh, and Dave and uh, Josh Whittacombe. Yeah, yeah. That's on Dave. I haven't um, actually watched much of that. It's okay. Being a big Abel fan, yeah, not, yeah, it's not really my thing. But I feel like it's that. Well, that's what I assume they got him. I mean, he just plays like a wacky presenter, doesn't he? Like yeah. a wacky co-host. I feel like it's just an easy way of... It's very easy TV, and I think that's why they've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do a lot together, don't they? Because they did the, the classic scrapes. Classic scrapes, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was on a Whittacombe's XFM Food Bar Radio thing. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. Is that is that where you're headed? Food Bar XFM. <laughs> or XFM, yeah, doing some sort of radio show. Oh, I don't know. Interrogating people. Interrogating people. But yeah, no, I feel like... Um, yeah, and then so, um, obviously this isn't about your dad. It's about you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I mean that gives a little. Yeah, that gives a little insight into, into yeah. arguably why uh, Sam is the way he is, and because you know the apple Don't, doesn't fall far from the tree. Of course, yeah. So you know Sam's dad being a, a comedic genius. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, one might argue that Sam is too. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't take a lot seriously. That's that's a trait I have. 
I mean, that also comes with, you know, being, being a little bit funny every now and again. I mean, I hope. <laughs> I hope I come across that way. Yeah. But yeah, I don't don't take much seriously, to be honest. I think that's the best way of not taking things seriously. Yeah, 100%. I think that there are times people should be serious. Yeah. But then it's uni, not Uni is not the time for that. Time. Uni is not the time to be serious. No, you should be serious when it comes to assessments, otherwise you end up with really bad grades. Well, like, not, not like, like 20%. Like 20%. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that... Um, if you don't, like you should take things seriously to an extent, but at the end of the day, as Ricky Gervais says, we're all gonna die. So exactly. Nothing matters. Yeah. Nothing matters. Yeah. If you, oh yeah, I know what you mean. If you t- don't take anything seriously, you're fucked. Yeah. But if you just take life, you know, not too seriously, you just, I think that's the way to be happy, to be honest. If you're all serious about everything, like, oh, I'm worrying about this, what about that? You know? yeah. And you're one of the happiest people I know. Do you reckon? Well, yeah. Whenever I see you, you're you're always smiling. I've never seen you upset. Yeah, fair I've enough. I've never ever seen you upset. Even even when life throws you uh, curveballs on stage or or in your day to day life, yeah, you, you bounce back and and you take it in your stride. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I wasn't sort of didn't shy away from the whole stand up thing. Yeah, I just wanted to give it a go because I like, what what's what the worst that can happen? Yeah. Like the first, I mean, okay, so for me it was quite unusual because the first gig I did was at the uni through the society and there was a lot of people the first week there was like over 100 um i don't actually know the numbers but it was it was quite a lot um and like that was that was my first experience which is different to what a lot of people's will be but i just thought especially in that safe environment of a unit i just thought what's the worst that can happen i it's i get silence okay mm. 100 people see me get a bit of silence from telling some stuff that weren't that funny yeah okay and it doesn't have to uh, go I'm, anywhere exactly it doesn't go anywhere i'll just move on like no one else has filmed like it was getting filmed but no one in the audience was filming it obviously yeah so it was only me that was going to get that you didn't have to you could have easily not consented to it going anywhere online yeah yeah, yeah. I, I did i did actually tell nick to um take it down Really? From, no, from I feel like YouTube. it's okay. It's not. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. So type in uh, Sam Ing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sam Ing stand up. Stand up comedy on I think, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, it should come up. There's not many people called Sam Ing. Sam, S A M space I N G. Correct. And uh, yeah, there's in the verb I N G, and that is uh, predominantly. You could probably do the opening opening myself or That is the um, the predominantly three out of five minutes or yeah. whatever um, is based on Sam's ridiculous surname. Well, I mean, for, for the listeners that can't be bothered to go and see it, I'll just, I won't say my opening bit, but I'll tell you that my, my surname is Ing, I-N-G, which is obviously the end of words. And people always, you know, say it's shit. I mean, there was, actually, there was one time where um, I was checking into a hotel and, and I had to, and obviously my name check was in. Check, check. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't actually a joke. <laughs> But and uh, she, uh, the lady at the desk saw my name and was like, um, "Oh, uh, Ing, that's a funny surname." And I was just like, "Yeah, you know, shut the fuck up, shut up." And it gets all the time. Um, and then she, uh, she said, "I suppose that's genuinely what she said." She goes, "I suppose if your first name was Wank, you'd be called Wanking." And I was just like, yeah, "You know what? Yes, it would. It, that would be funny. That would be very funny. My name would be Wanking, but that would be funny if anyone's name was Wank." Mm. Because it's not a fucking name. Yeah. Wank Blanchetier is also funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. So I do get a lot of people going, oh, that's a, that's a weird name. Oh, yeah. Do you but, feel like um, looking, there are a lot of celebrities out there with really awful names. Yeah. And do, do you often think, because obviously you must get quite depressed sometimes thinking, 
oh my name is Sam Ng, what, what a bad name. Do you, do you ever sit there and, and look in the uh, in the newspaper and you're like, oh, well that fuck's called North, so it's not, you know, at least yeah, 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 no, definitely. it could yeah, be worse. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it's a bad thing, I don't think it's a bad thing, I think it's, it's different, it's interesting. It's, you know, mm. people people will see it and go, oh, is that, is that your real name? Is that, you know, but like, yeah, I don't think it's bad. I don't, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it could, could be, be bad. It could be bad. My first name was, was bad. My first name was a, a natural verb. Like Mark. Like Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is... Um, more of the set. Which is more of the set, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could just, we just exhaust the set for a normal just conversation. Just, uh, just make loads of ing jokes and then... Um, yeah, honestly, go for it. That's, yeah, that's, people, people always try try and make me laugh with it. Like people are first meet, and it's just no, it's not. That's not funny. <laughs> I've heard it too many times. Yeah, I imagine. That's like with a wank thing. I'm like, do you get? Yes, do you get do that you is get? that is true. It would be wanky. Or people go fuck. Yeah, yes, it would be fucking. Yeah, but, but fuck's was, a shit name. <laughs> yeah, unless you were trying to say something. Fucking. F U K. Yeah. That's a name. Like, uh, but do you ever get like? What, you and I both have quite strange or ridiculous names. Yeah. And do you often feel like um, people say the weirdest things? Like they go like, oh, what's it short for? Or things like that, you know? Yeah. Do you ever get that? Like, oh, what's it short for? I mean, I don't actually get that personally, but what would... Blanchetier, is that what I'm saying? My yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, no, but with Tib- Tibbo, for example. Okay. They say to me, what's it short for? Tibbo. And you go, that's, that's uh, it's, it's eight letters long. And <laughs> you go, what? Because obviously people... I have a lot... I've seen I've seen my name written in a lot of phone contacts and it's T I B O T V O. Oh yeah. T T H I B O. You got an L in your first name. I do, yeah. But some Tibos don't have an L. Yeah, some Tibos don't like uh, Tibor Cotua. Tibor Cotua, exactly. Real Madrid, Chelsea goalkeeper. So and uh, you could also get it with a D at the end. So that's why we're different. You've got two long, easily to misspell names, and I've got possibly the world's shortest name. Three three letters in both. So yeah, thing. people. Yeah. So do you ever get people write writing it wrong? Say so write one I thing. I don't. Do you, no. get, do you get Samming and then what? What is your surname? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Samming just as Samming is my first name. First name. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, yeah. yeah no, I, I imagine that's quite easy. It, it must not be frustrating, you know, for you. It's yeah, just, no, it's easy. I, mean, I, I do still say it. I do still go. Um. Yes. Um. Or can I get a name, sir? I get, yeah. It's ing ing. Just I don't know why I do that. I think it's just because it's weird. People don't. People might not hear me properly. They might go Sam in or I don't know ink or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I still spell it every single time. Where do you think it comes from? Do you think it's like one of those things because of surnames? Like as the time goes on, they get they change phonetically. So do you reckon it's something like? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Inghams. Yeah. Uh, Ing Ing Lee. Uh, stuff like that, Danny Ings, footballer. Mm. But you don't see many just Ings, so maybe it is shortened from from one of those. Yeah, so it was something I Ings Ing type thing, you know. So it yeah, so they just gradually over time got yeah. shorter and shorter as people became lazier. Like I know in a, I mean this is just like a boring bit of trivia. <laughs> in my mum's side of the family, her name was Lehmann, as in L E H M A N N, like jerk is German. Yeah, like Jens Lehmann, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but then. But now they just spell it L E M A N, and I don't know at what point that changed. Yeah. But they must have just shortened it, or when they moved to England, just to make it easier. Yeah, Lehman. Um, just yeah. Lehman. Just Lehman now. So maybe that's what happened. But man, if the Lehman. You know, up there. Mm. Yeah. My dad's side of the family is very, very English. So. Yeah, but that's in German. So. So, so, Le- so Le- my mum's side is German. 
that's why you studied German at uni. Yes. So technically, you're so a fraud. Uh, yeah, I'm just massive fraud, to be honest. <laughs> that's why you find... Are you any good at German? What's your proficiency like? Um, I'll, I'll put myself at a, a B2, B2 standard. Do you know B2 what I mean? standard, yeah, on the European framework. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a... It's a intermediate level it's not quite yeah, C1 say, C2 no, I, yeah no I wouldn't say I'm there yet I'd say I'm, I'm still post A level I'd say I, I, if anything got worse since my A level join the club exactly <laughs> I, I literally think everyone I've spoken to who does languages has got worse since yeah. their A levels because in, in your A level you're, speaking, you're, you're yeah. doing it every single day you're like whereas here you're banging out going down to four but, yeah, and, and then and two of the ones you actually go to <laughs> I'm not like you I'm sorry I'm a committed man yeah fair enough but yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's like, like a... And also, just, just for the record, I, I do go to all my lectures. Yeah. I just want to make that very clear. Sound, sounds very, very good yeah. point. I've, in actual fact, I always see Sam in, um, in my, in my uh, language lectures, you know? You're, you're always there. I can I'm vouch, I can vouch for, <laughs> for him. Uh, Mrs. Ng, he's always there. Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Ng, Will Ng and... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kate. Kate, yeah, he's always there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I now study German and uh, I always hear that man <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's on the record <laughs> yeah, yeah no, um, yeah but I mean people just say like isn't that easy but no I mean do you speak fluent French yeah well you should have said no really there to make my point valid <laughs> no I don't speak fluent French <laughs> exactly <laughs> I yeah. mean yeah I just, just don't speak any at home or anything so mm. I'm, I'm on the same page as everyone else well we did win a war for a reason so, you know, you wouldn't... I'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah, you know. Don't want no Germans speaking in here. You know. Get out. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I didn't lose the wall, technically, because you know, half English, half German, so... Yeah, so technically, if you were to have a war... Half of me won, half of me lost. If you were to have a war, technically, doesn't matter how it swings, as long as it's not a draw, you're, <laughs> you're winning. I'm winning, yeah, one way or the other. Yeah. So, when you watch uh, football... Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you uh, Deutschland über alles or are you? Uh... Oh no, I'm in England all the way. Yeah, definitely England all the way. I mean, for the past couple of years, obviously, other than last World Cup, when England go out, you know, when whenever that be, usually quite early, I start sporting Germany because obviously England aren't in it anymore. Yeah. But this World Cup, obviously, oh, last World Cup, I was sporting England all the way. All the way. All the way. Football's coming home. Yeah. That was probably one of the saddest days of my life. Losing to Croatia. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were all there. It, I went, so I went to a, like, the park. I can't relate. With my mates. Where were you on that, on that fateful uh, day? We, we won the World Cup. Oh, oh yeah, fair. Shit, wait, wait, so were you supporting France then? Of course. Like from, from the... Um, I always support France. Yeah, I always support France. Oh, okay. France. I think it's because I'm actually only a quarter German. Yeah. Obviously, I was born in England, like, mm. raised in England, so it makes sense, sense to me to... Makes sense to me to you you still live you've lived in England now, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I was born in England. Yeah. Lived in England near enough my whole life. Uh, I went through a brief stage of going to uh, uh in primary school, doing uh education in France and in England. Oh yeah, whereabouts? Um, down in uh, the Vienne area, so it's uh east of Bordeaux, if you know where that is. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, next to Limoges and Poitiers. For for those of you who know your French so geography. Sexy, it's so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lived with my with my grandmother. Yeah. Uh, for a few years, did that. My brother joined me on on a few occasions in the French country. It was quite an extreme thing that going. So I used to do six months. Well, it wasn't six months. It was like maybe like four or five. Yeah. Each year for like I did it for three years. I think three or four. I can't remember. Well, when was this? In primary school. Oh, okay. So it was quite extreme. But it was, yeah. So it was like 
but it was so it was quite uh like quite a weird experience going from being in school in like East London Essex uh and then moving to the French countryside yeah 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 I was gonna, yeah I'll never forget like what one of the stories I always tell people is like to give you a bit of context into what it was like so. Back in back in the day, I if you used to collect match attacks or, or yeah, things yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. So I was quite an avid uh, collector. Yeah. Had a, well, had back a, in Essex. Back in Essex. Yeah. I had a had a Van Persie hundred club, you know, things like that. I yeah, was yeah. proper committed to the cause. Um, <laughs> that that's a and um, I'll never forget. So I bought bought all my stickers and I used to be into like sticker books for the World Cup and things like that. And oh, I think the Panini. The yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. You know, bang, actually. Yeah, and. Um, so I went over to France, you know, I had all my, all my uh, cards and all my stickers and I thought, you know, I'll be well caught because, you know, I've got all these, uh, <laughs> all these things. And then I, I didn't realise that people that watch the Premier League in, in France, they watch... No, they watch Liga. Liga, uh, <laughs> the French League. <laughs> yeah. But then also I didn't realise that I was going to the French countryside. So the thing is, I'll never forget that first day where I was like, okay, look, I've got my, my match attack collections. What show me your show me your cards, you know? And then they were like, Oh, we don't we don't like football. We don't we don't we, we don't we don't collect match attacks. I was like, Oh, okay, well, what what do you collect? I'll never forget this. They were like uh, the kid said to me, Oh, I collect tractor weekly. Oh no. And they were like And they, and they weren't joking. And they weren't joking because they were like, Oh, I wanna be like my dad. I wanna be a farmer and I was like so you went to the equivalent of like the West Country. Yeah, like some corn or something. Yeah, but it was like because obviously you know when you're a kid in in London, you know you want to be a footballer, you look up to that. Yeah, yeah. But they were obviously looking up to their dad's name as a tractor driver. I just want a tractor. Yeah, I'm not bothered about that stuff. I just want a tractor. Yeah. So it's quite it's quite an extreme thing. Conway Harvester. Yeah. What what other utensils are there? Ho. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, shout out, shout out Andy Ho. <laughs> yeah, shout out Andy Ho. <laughs> yeah. Big night. Um, yeah, so, and it was also one of those things, like, you go from 60 people in your year uh, in primary school, which is quite a big, quite a big primary school. Yeah, I had 60 people in my year. But most people I know only had 30. Yeah. Like, in one class. No, we had two, we were. Mm. Yeah. And then no, I went, really? I went from having six people in my class across four different year groups. Jesus. Which is quite a weird thing. Yeah. So why 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 was this? Why were you why were you just I think it was because country, so it's because like. my mum wanted me to grow up bilingual and not become a signing. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well that's the thing. Yeah, if I'd gone over to Germany frequently as, mm. a, as a young little boy, I would have probably picked it up. Because obviously you pick it up much more easily when you're younger, don't you? Yeah. But yeah, you do, yeah. I'm, I hope I hope to uh, regain my fluency. I don't mean, I say regain, gain my fluency. Gain, gain <laughs> fluency, yeah. Uh, when I go to Germany on my year abroad. That's if you pass a year. That's if I pass a year, which I will. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Twenty percent in that. That wasn't me. That was you. It's <laughs> um, It's okay. Though. So why didn't you do French at uni? Because that would have been a piece. It wasn't allowed. Allowed. No, because I've already got uh, degree level ish qualifications in French. So I did uh, IB, it's like A level. Uh, but yeah. I did, um, so you know how you do A level, you do it as yeah, a yeah, language. Yeah. So what did you have to do? Five? five? 
Five subjects? Or is it six, six subjects. Six, six subjects. subjects. Yeah. And wow. um, one of them was French. But I did French as if we were... So now you study English A-level. Yeah. Like, so language, literature. I did French language lit. That makes sense? Uh, like, so the oh, same okay. sound so that's... as I do in France. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But that's like... But then when you come to uni and you study French as a foreign language, it's like, at the end of it, you get a similar-ish qualification. Yeah. So the thing is, I would go into the French classes... And I'd be like... That would be boring, to be fair. Yeah, it would be you like just... you learning English as a foreign language, being yeah, fluent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know me. So today we're going to look at... To be fair, though, English grammar is... Most people don't understand English grammar because we never had to learn it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's confusing. Well, when Because obviously when you start learning lang- uh, grammar in another language, you just realise how just pointless English grammar is. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm. And there isn't any, really. Yeah, I don't know. But half the time we will say, I don't know, it will just be for different words, we'll have different, like, for, okay, for example, like the present tense, it's just one thing in German. It's just it's just structured the same way. But in English, it could be I play or I am playing. Like, they're both present tense. Yeah, but that's uh, present simple and present, isn't it? Two different things. They don't have that in German. They just have just present. It's just, it's just yeah. one. Indicative. Indicative. Well, that's a mood. Not tense. Not, yeah. Because <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you could have some chunks of kind of, Oh, yeah, but in German it's weird because you have, uh, like, genitive, dative, accusative. Yeah, well, yeah, true, fair, there's none of that in English. Mm. But, yeah. So, yeah, the, the best word in the English language is the. The, yeah. Exactly. Because it's in amazing. German you have 16, don't you? Uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they, some of them are the same words, but yeah, you have. Because obviously you have. Um, nominative, accusative, genitive, dative, and ma- uh, masculine, feminine, neuter, plural. Yeah. And so it could be any of them. So it's yeah. So it's sixteen. Possible and it depends things. on the mood of the sentence. And um, yeah, it depends on like a lot of things for this. Like a verb could change what um case it's in, like um where it is in the sentence, who's doing what. Like it's just mm. so yeah. Fish fact of the week. Thank you. There's a strange event every year that takes place in the city of Yoro in Honduras called the Rain of Fish where hundreds of fish rain from the sky and nobody knows why. Poetic. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Not at all. You know, not at all. I literally didn't get bullied once, which is probably quite rare for a ginger. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know how, how I've got away with it. <laughs> Yeah, I've pulled through. Um, yeah, I, I've never really, never really been bullied or anything for it. But I think being ginger is a good thing because if anyone ever does say anything about you, it's always about you being ginger. Mm. So they don't pick out your other flaws. Mm. For example, I could have a, a horrible nose or like a, I don't know, just any, anything. But people will always go, shut up, you ginger. Or just, you know what I mean? You're ginger. So yeah, they focus on that. It would just be that. So I'll... I'll Basically, what I'm trying yeah, to say like you're, is... You're no one's... probably skinnier than me, which is a feat, and yet no one probably says but that. But no one's going, yeah, oh, you're, just, you're ginger. Yeah, no yeah. one would be like, like skinny prick. No, no one would ever say that. So, you see what I mean? So, that sort of helped me. I've, I've sort of been like, well, there's nothing wrong with me. No, <laughs> the only thing wrong with me is that I'm ginger, and I, I love being ginger. Yeah, I think you're not even that ginger. You're like... What would you say? I'm, I'm, say I'm darker. Yeah, you're a dark ginger. You're not a bright orange. I'm not bright ginger, but... Um, mm. Very much ginger, nevertheless. It's a subtle ginger. <laughs> but yeah, I was just wondering because like sometimes 
those traumatic experiences or something like being bullied or something can drive someone to do something yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was wondering if there was like yeah, no, I don't know I, if you were ever trying to prove the hate is wrong yeah no I, yeah, I've never really, something. yeah no I've never never really been bullied to be honest um, like at all I mean it's, I've been called you know ginger just usually just to shut me up or something but it like yeah not not often like a countable amount of times really yeah I yeah think that's very rare yeah no, i know okay but, where, where did you grow up then well yeah that's the thing so i grew up in buckinghamshire <laughs> oh, there we which are. is yeah home county so it's um to the west of london yeah um and yeah i grew up uh, in a place called beaconsfield which is pretty much a bubble to be honest but the whole town um, where everyone drives sparkling Range Rovers and lives in two million pound houses, um, and yeah, so I mean everyone was pretty pretty well off, pretty in a bubble. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, that, I mean that, that doesn't. That's not to say there wasn't bullying. There was obviously still bullying and stuff in the school. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it might it might have influenced it. Maybe I don't know. Then you say that, but. Maybe it I want to break free from my roots. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter, like, your class, like, if you're going to bully someone. Because you're going to bully someone irrespective no. of class. No, yeah, aren't you? yeah. Because if you're all rich, then yeah. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It definitely wasn't um, that kind of... But it, it's the point that they weren't rough. The schools I went, the school I went to, it was a grammar school in a home county. Like, it wasn't rough. Mm. So any bullying was, was pretty minor, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it'd be like you weren't invited to my party so yeah yeah be, yeah stupid super stuff like that um but you know I, I actually really really like growing up growing up there i'm sure i'm sure it was pretty different to where, where you grew up in essex in essex <laughs> where i grew up though it's kind of weird because i went to a uh catholic primary school oh really um, yeah okay because uh believe it or not i'm part of that religious group well how I used to, so so I used to term, this is an interesting i used to term loosely okay well because the thing is it's a it's weird because would you have put me down as someone who not went to church or something not at all uh, do you go to church how often <laughs> uh well i used to okay i haven't been i i tend to always go for easter and christmas yeah and i go sporadically because my grandparents sort of go but growing up i used to go Every week. Yeah, that makes sense. And but I don't know anyone really at uni who, who would go to, goes to church. I know one person. Yeah, who who what goes every Sunday. Mm, yeah. Who's in my uh, Josh? Um, I think it's just dying out. I think it just is like slowly. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know what it is because that's a thing with it. Like, so I on my childhood, you know, I I went to church every week. Yeah. And. I'm baptised, I've done my Holy Communion, yeah, I wasn't and I'm not confirmed, I'm not confirmed. So yeah. that makes me a naughty boy. Okay. Um, but the thing is, is like, I would do it all, but I think that growing up, what that gave me, is it gave me, like, sort of, uh, it's in a weird way, it gave me discipline, I think, as a kid, going yeah. to church. And yeah. it gives you values, it gives you core values. Uh, I think that, irrespective of if you believe in a higher mighty god yeah it, it doesn't really matter and it's about the values of community no i think that's definitely true and i do yeah like i do sometimes think i yeah i don't hold on to those yeah. sort of i don't know but like that's the thing though you'll be you're part of community and stuff but 
that's not the only way you can be part of a community. Like, exactly. I, I played football every Saturday. So I was I part think, of that community. I think that's why I started now. Because back in the yeah, day, exactly. you, because... wouldn't, you wouldn't have those sense of community because you wouldn't necessarily go out and play football. You know, if you wanted to meet someone your age, you would church, you'd go to church. church, and, church. You'd, <laughs> and, you know, on the, after Sunday, you know, I think my, my grandparents met through church or like a youth centre and things. Yeah, my, no, my grandparents met through church as well. I think. And I think that it's one of those things where like youth centres are dead, churches are dead. But maybe that's because we spend, you know, we've got other things going on. We've got, like we've got social media now, and it's we've, got, because we've got the internet, why would we bother going to church? I think it's also just because, like, we're so advanced scientifically, all of that. Hmm, maybe. Obviously, when it started, there wasn't, like, the theory of evolution didn't exist. No mm. one knew about any of that. I mean, I don't know, do you, do you believe in evolution? I believe in evolution. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. Do you, so you're not, like, a creationist? No. So... To what extent do you believe in God? What extent do I believe in God? What I'm saying is I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't okay. rule it out necessarily. I mean, I, that's so a I fair think, argument. I think there's, no, that there's no proof against it. Exactly, there's no proof against it, but there's uh, no proof for it. There's no proof for it, yeah. That, yeah and I think that it's one of those things where like, I won't rule anything out. I'll believe it until... I won't believe it, but I think that it's, it's a very um, ignorant thing to instantly say oh well, i think i know better than everyone else and i think i know that such and such doesn't exist yeah because religion is a part of so many people's lives but, but you... you know but but i'm saying is what i'm saying is like you know i wouldn't like aliens for example like i believe in aliens i think there's yeah you know, extraterrestrial yeah, life so, i yeah. think it'd be an ignorant thing to go to say oh, it doesn't exist so, i haven't seen it not. Yeah. if i haven't seen it it doesn't yeah. exist does what uh, does the Bible touch on aliens at any point? No, I don't think I don't think it does. But you know, I I have I've never I've never read the Bible. I've never. Is that something you're going to hell? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. Surely you've been you must have last well, thing. Bible, I listen to the Bible has good stories that you know it's I mean, give, give you. It is very, very popular. That <laughs> <laughs> give you know children like morals, and and I don't know all of that stuff, all that goodness, but some of the views people take too literally and mm. that's why I don't I like religion at all. Mm, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a strong atheist. Strong atheist. And I don't think there's a God and I, because the only proof we really have of it is people putting it in a book yeah. a couple thousand years ago. And it is, it is ridiculous to say that the world was, I mean, wait, when, when do they say that? I mean, I'm assuming you don't believe that that part I think it's 10,000 isn't it 10,000 yeah I think it's around that basically when civilization started yeah which is which is which is which is yeah so what civilization started civilization started about what 8,000 10,000 years ago but humans have been around for absolutely ages longer than that and before that and then it was monkeys monkeys, and then it was yeah dinosaurs Mm. but yeah I think it's I do think that it's quite ignorant. There are, I think, my two f- things that I think why churches are dying. Now, I have a really crazy theory about this. And I think this to do with the way we are today. And it's, we're always about instant gratification. And we're yeah. about, uh, you <laughs> know, where's this going? we can, listen, hear me out. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. it's always about, you know, if we want to hear a story or whatever, no one reads books anymore. Yeah. No one 
um, does any of that. And people are, are watch a lot of TV. Yeah. And if they want to digest something, they, they watch a lot of TV. And I think also what it is, is no one really listens to stories anymore. Because, you know, why would you listen to something when you can watch it visually? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's one of the things. Yeah. That, um, but I also think that also don't so underestimate, think- don't underestimate the, the impact of if you go to church for five years or something, you've heard the whole story, you've heard the whole Bible. And I think it is that you go into church and so what else? I don't know. You what, go to church. You, church. you go to church. Yeah, but you, you listen just, to the Bible. You listen to the same story over and over again. Do you just listen to stories at church? You listen to the Bible and you pray. Yeah. You pray things like that. You pray to like to people. I mean, obviously the priest does like. Is that was that what the priest does? Just read out stories and stuff. He reads out the Bible. Yeah, and and but the way that it works in Catholicism. Is that generally it? Every week. Just, just yeah. And, uh, well, and <laughs> you, you know he, you can he gets the word of God through him. And then preaches it to you. Of course he does. I think that's the way it works. I, I don't know. But do you like believe in that? No. So which no. part do you believe in? <laughs> I can't grasp which just, part you believe in. I just just believe. the fact that there could be one. Yeah. I think that's it. But I think a lot of people believe that. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have ruled out that there yeah. is a God. But, but I, also, I do know what you mean. Like, there, there must be, It's the world is so amazing. There must be something else going on. Yeah. But I don't think there is. I think it's just, no, like, it's just chance. I mean, it's chance, but I'm not ruling it out. That's what I'm saying to you. So you're, so that's why you're, you don't go every week. Yeah, and also I think that it's that thing where I know how it ends. You know, you walk into church and you know the writing's on the wall, literally. Uh, you, you know, you have got a statue of Jesus on the cross. Yeah. And that's how the story ends, and we know that. Yeah. And I think that it's you know it's boring hearing that you know Jesus died on the cross, uh, <laughs> and you know, and uh, he's born on Christmas Day. Uh, I, I, I think that's a, that's what resonates with a lot of young people. That you know, we know the story. We we know what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, before it's it's weird though because <laughs> it's growing so, up in a Western culture, yeah. I think that you you don't even have to go to church to know these things. To know that it's almost like you grow up knowing that Jesus died died on the cross and was born on twenty fifth of December. Yeah, I feel like you don't need to go to church. Like you can, no, no, it's like. No one learns that. You just wake up one day and you're like, oh, yeah. You just hear, of course you did. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird thing. But it's just, it's just embedded in our brains. Mm. It's just innate. We come out and we're like, Christmas, Christmas Day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But then also you go to other countries that are like more religious and like the, it's even more boring. But then the, the weird thing is that in those old school, old school Catholic countries, where it, the mass is in Latin, and the mass is boring, and the mass is like proper strict and follows the uh, follows like an old school way of doing it. Yeah, they get masses of people in, and they get masses of young people in, which is weird because I would have thought that. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I think I mean because everyone really... talks about the church having to evolve, but actually, well, that seems to be the, the, the old that's... school way well, seems to attract more people. Yeah, but it's not good, is it? It's just not doesn't doesn't move anyone forward, does it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like the church, if they'd had it their way, they wouldn't have legalized gay marriage. They wouldn't have like they they want they wouldn't have wanted women to vote. Like all of that, like it's just so traditional. They have they wait to society to change them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like because obviously society used to run on religion. All the rules were based on that, but it's just. 
yeah, it's just outdated, man. Like, <laughs> if it's, I, I believe in reincarnation. I believe in anything. Yeah, that, I mean, that's good. But we don't need religion for that. You can, I don't know, I just think... <laughs> I think it's... Also, think you, it's, know, you know, for example, the example of the Bible telling children stories and that. You don't need the Bible for that. You can just write stories, write more modern stories and tell them to children and go, wow, look at this, isn't life amazing? You don't need to brainwash them and tell them that they shouldn't be gay or whatever. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I know what you mean. But those stories are there because they teach lessons, aren't they? Like, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those in those lessons, you know, you learn something from them. The story of Samson is where his hair gives him power. And is, which is, you know, quite cool because I've got ginger hair. Um, and it gives, gives me a lot of power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not getting bullied in that. Um, and his wife cuts off all his hair in his sleep and he loses his power. And that's the story. I can't quite remember what happens. But mm. <laughs> it's a very interesting story. You should definitely go read it, man. So all bald men, you don't have any power. So yeah, yeah. Damn straight. That's, they often say that power's in the wrong hair. That's why I started growing my hair. Yeah, you cut it all off though, wasn't it? Oh, it's just one of those things. It wasn't looking good anymore, was it? No, nah, it, looks, it looks good how it is now, to be fair. It's, mm. still, it's still long, it's still longer than mine. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't ditch long hair entirely. No, you can, go, think... can go for a fade? Nah, I'm not a fan of fades, you know. Yeah, I, I can't imagine you with a fade, actually. I've had fades from the girl on my Instagram. Uh, oh, is that, the, is that the one that your prom? Did you have one there? Had one at my prom? Yeah. I'm just not a fan of it. It makes my ears stick out a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, I don't have sticky, sticky out ears. <laughs> but I just think I always like having a bit of protection bit of, bit of hair around there yeah no yeah. i can't i can't stand it when when there's when there's hair that goes over my ears i can't stand it mm. i'm sorry looking at myself in the mirror again oh um, i thought it's banging around going up. no i think it's one of those things i think growing up you know you always had the same haircut and i think that you always oh yeah um, do you want to know what my hair was like when i was younger mm. so when i was when i was younger i had like a buzz cut like a one all over how about that yeah and my mum literally from from about well from when, literally when I was born to probably year year three or four so like when I was seven or eight like I I literally every single like every couple of weeks my mum would just shave it all off down to a one that's peak I had that for so long and then I was finally like mum <laughs> I'm gonna grow it out <laughs> and she was like horrified like you can't do that yeah and then I went through the whole Bieber phase I had that yeah I yeah. probably still do that. Yeah, yeah, yours is long enough, right? Just so it's, so obviously, yeah, so obviously your head's got to come out like that. Yeah, you remember that? on one side, it was only on one side, wasn't it? So it was on the side that the passing went down. So yeah, so for obviously yeah, listeners that don't know, Thibaut's just done his hair in the 2011 Justin Bieber style, mm. 2010 Justin Bieber, which is obviously sideburns out, grown long, front fringe sort of cut down, slanting to the side. I had that cut. So the history of my haircuts was very similar to yours. I had yeah, so you had the buzz cut. Had the buzz cut until about year six. Oh, so you had it longer than me. Until eleven. Wow. It started off one all over, and then I was allowed to grow a little bit of like. Did you have your your mum do it as well? No, I went to the barbers. You went to the barbers to get yeah. one all over. Yeah. Drop pay pay a tenner. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so my mum just thought I'm gonna be doing this for the next ten years. It's probably so <laughs> better. Right. Better is the best. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, clippers cost, probably cost a 20 quid or something, so yeah. you've already saved it with two haircuts. 
look, looking like the ginger H, you know, with your... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could go back to it, you know, it's, it's in fashion, the old... Do uh, it. The old bus we'll cut. do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the part where we give <laughs> Sam a buzz cut. Uh, yeah, so I had the buzz and then, then I then grew it then out. the beeves. I grew it out and I had the beeves in year seven, yeah. so year eight. But I told people, because I was really into the Beatles, so I didn't have a, I didn't have a Beaver haircut, I had a Beatles haircut, because it's exactly okay. the same thing. <laughs> well, like a, well, like a McCartney haircut. Yeah, yeah. Like, didn't, didn't they all have, like, bobs, though, almost? Yeah, mine was bobby. Mine was very long. It was like, longer long than it is, back, and it was long it? at the back yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Whereas Beaver was... That's short. awful, mate. Beaver was short, like, this length, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 Beaver was, was quite short. Whereas mine was... Uh, long on the back as yeah. well. So but mine, it wasn't really fades weren't really a thing. What was it? No, I really had short sides in like when we were younger. That's right. Yeah, but short I think, sides long on top. That didn't mm. really become big until like I don't know. I want to say like year nine or ten or something when everyone grew out of the Bieber phase and everyone sort of started getting the quiff. Yeah, and I, then I was I, a quiff. Yeah, I had a quiff. I was a quiff boy. No, so I went. So McCartney. I, I went oh, McCartney. Sorry, 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 yeah. I went Beatles stage. Yeah, Beatles. Then I, then I had an extreme, buzz it all off. But, oh, really? Went, went back to buzz. Went back to buzz. Yeah. And then I grew it out and had a quiff. Yeah, I had, I had the quiff. And After then I Beatles. had the quiff until I was like year 11. Yeah. And then I started playing around putting colours in my hair. So oh, I started no. doing highlights. Oh, no. So I've had that's your, highlights. That's your natural haircut, though. Natural haircut now. So yeah. I had blonde... I had uh, bleached. Yeah. I had hazelnut. Were you going through a little um? Oh, curious. No, no, phase no, or... not at all. But I was just, just. I think I was just bored. <laughs> what I get is I get very. If you know me, I get very bored of having, of of normality. So yeah. what I'll do is I have I have a haircut for a designated period of time, and then I'll do something radical. Yeah. Just so my last radical thing was. just Growing it long, wasn't it? Growing it long, and then, and then just get rid of it. I just get rid of it. But um, what was it? Did you have it long? Did you have it this length? I had it this length at the start of uni. At first year. Start of uni. No, no, no. From start of uni, it was a it was a fade because I had a fade of prom. Was it? And then so I cut it. I literally a year do not remember that. Uh, I, I cut it. I think uh, it just happened slowly. You just slowly got your hair longer and longer. So yeah. I didn't notice. <laughs> but then it got to a point where it was really long. It was so long. It was, yeah, it was bad. It was getting ridiculous. Uh, to the point where... I've never really had it that long. The thing is... Yeah, so the I longest think... I had it was Beebs. Oh, the longest I've ever had my hair. But I think it's one of those things that when you're at school, you're told, you must not grow your hair. You know, your hair oh, can't... Yeah. Oh, we have to have ours uh, shoulder length. Below shoulder. your eyebrow, your fringe at our school. Oh, really? So what I always do is always put it up. So that no one would it, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put it up, no one would tell that actually my hair came down yeah. to my... That's hair came, my hair came down That's to not my chin. at all. Like, my... Mine goes further than my eyebrow. Mine's like... Mine's down to my nose. So yeah, mine always just come down to my chin, my fringe. So I would just put it up and slick it back, like yeah. G-Easy stuff. So no one knew that and, I didn't really like and, it. And uh, when did, <laughs> when did the, like, the sort of moustache start, <sighs> start happening? <laughs> <laughs> the moustache is one of those things where... So I got a moustache age 11. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty rough. So um, like, like proper, like you could proper grow it out. I couldn't grow it out, but it was... You know how you get bum fluff? Yes. So I had bum fluff Still got it. on my upper lip yeah. um, when I hit 11. And I just started shaving. Because um, it was like really... You know when you get like... When you often see these 13-year-olds who try and grow out this bum fluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like all like wiry and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like that. 
when I was 11. So I had to shave it because it looked so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's because I've been shaving from... I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. I, I, yeah, if I... If I'd known that back years. then, I would have... Yeah, you could mate. I've been shaving 10 years. And yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. thing now where I wake up... What about there, though? Can you... I, can, you can grow, I can't grow anything. You can't grow that. Well, you need to get shaving then, mate. So Look, then I, do shave, 30, I do shave on my hair, yeah. on my cheeks, but it's not very long. I don't have much of it. So all you can grow for really is goatee. Goatee, I can grow a goatee. Uh, but I think it's one of those things where I, I wake up in the morning, for example, and I can shave on the Monday. And anybody who knows me knows that... <laughs> and Monday evening. It Monday comes evening, come, it comes back, I'm looking like Stalin, you know. <laughs> um, it's just it's just constantly there, so I've given up. I just embrace it as part of who I am. Yeah. And it's an easy stereotype marker. People know, you know, yeah. oh, there yeah. he is. Oh, let me get some nationality. Oh, we've got onions around his neck, of course. You know, people know that. You know, it's just it's just part of who I am. It's, it's my identity. I think that yeah, I do shave it. You have seen me with it shaved many uh, a time. Yeah. But that was Monday morning only. Only time I've seen that. Monday morning, and then you know, I have to catch you before eight a.m. Otherwise, yeah. If you catch me before lunchtime, <laughs> you can see a baby face me. Yeah. Catch me at two, and it's uh, and bang. bang. Starlet. Starlet. <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of those things though, it's weird, like, will I ever... You could get it um, really long, so, and so you sort of curl it at the mm. edges, and get like a little... I little have little... attempted to grow out the massage, but the longer it gets, it just makes me look a bit more. Yeah. I, really... I actually did uh, November mm. uh, last year. Massages um, aren't the one. And it, yeah, it looks horrendous. Every single person that I, I showed it to said, it looks, looks fucking awful, mate. Mm. Get, it, get it off your face. December, December the 1st couldn't come quick enough. Mm. I think or, and it's it. ginger as well, obviously. So if, I I did, if I did my member, I'd be put on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yours is dark, so yours is like, you couldn't really see mine from, from a distance. I mean, you could a little bit, but you but when you come close, you proper see that it's ginger and wispy. Yeah. <laughs> and horrible. I mean, yeah. Are you um, a part of the ginger club uh, downstairs? Uh, yeah. Don't mind. Don't mind saying that. Don't yeah. mind putting that out there. Proud. Yeah, I'm proud, man. Yeah. Um. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> any other Any other questions you got about what you do? Fire away. You know you get some people who are like black down there and they're ginger on top. I think it's your eyebrow colour. Yeah. Yeah. See, my eyebrows are quite ginger. They're, mm. they're darker than my hair. They're slightly darker, I think, but they're ginger. Or maybe it's eyelashes, actually. Because mm. my eyelashes are like blonde. Mm. Almost. Yeah. I think you're quite lucky, though, because you don't have to ever worry about uh, mama brow either. No. Because I mean, I, when... still, I still do shave mm. a little bit sometimes. Oh, you shave, do you? What, what, what should I do? I'm, I'm a plucker. A plucker, yeah. That's, plucker. that's what I should be doing. I'm, the thing is, I'm terrified of pain. I say, it, I mean, I know everyone is. <laughs> but, like, I love, I love pain. <laughs> God. <laughs> Keep me the nuts. Slap me. <laughs> but like, I, I really, really hate it. Like, I, I'm. I would never ever get surgery or like anything. Not even if I had a broken leg. That's a bit. You well, know, that's the thing. I'd, I'd, I'd be really, really scared to. Like, you've been paying for longer though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's really. I don't like going to the doctors either. Mm. I, and that's that's mental. Oh, that's that. Pop the channels off. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Scared of getting out. <laughs> Would you say you're a, a hypochondriac or you don't like going to the doctors as well? Because I know I have a few friends who are quite hypochondriacs. 
Does that what does that mean when you when they think that like so I can think of one person in particular who I live with yeah. who uh, has convinced himself he's got coronavirus. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm no, I'm yeah, I'm the opposite. I I think everything will be all right, which is why I know I'll which get cancer. Which why I know I know I'll get cancer, a hundred percent. You probably already got it. But you'll be alright. I'll go. I'll go. Oh yeah, that that mole's turning a weird colour. <laughs> that oh, that's that's not right. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Get moles. Unless it's physically hurting, that'd be fine. Mm. So maybe you have to get a really vigorous cancer that causes you pain if you go to the doctor. Yeah, that would be ideal, really. Mm. So if you so just, cancer, if you, if you listen, just let God. Let God <laughs> yeah, I'll pray to me out. <laughs> Yeah. Just something something really bad. Something that I notice within within days of getting it. I go I wake up and go, I have definitely got cancer. Is that mm. and that's the only way that I'd get I'd get to the doctors. Mm. Definitely you, not a good trait to have. Yeah. Are you one of these people that you um would you want to know when you died or how you died? I don't think I would, you know. Maybe how. Maybe how, so you could actively try and... But that's the thing. With that question, if you know how, could you avoid it? So it... Because I think if you know that you die from a car crash... Never get in a car again. Never get sorted. In a car. But then it could be that you're walking the street, you're walking across the street, and then yeah. you're, the car crash is you and the pedestrian. Yeah, it's the best, yeah. But if, for example... <laughs> but then never leave your house, but then you know, you're really limiting your life and you're not living it to the fullest. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Whereas if you know you're going to die... So, so you think... If, you'd just be depressed for the next seven years of your life. Yeah, so if you think, if they go, you're going to die in a car crash, and you just go, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to die in a car crash, I'm still going to get in a car every day, that would be, you, I mean, that's, that's probably what I'd do, to be honest. Mm. That, I mean, that's the way to approach that, otherwise you're living your life, in, actually no, but then you're living your life in fear, aren't you? Every time mm. you get in a car, you go, this could be the time. This could be the time. Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't want to know when. Yeah, because that's what I say, if you die, yeah. if, if you knew you were going to die at age 27, you'd have mass anxiety for the next seven years. Yeah, yeah, no, you know what? Change my answer to how as well. Don't want to know how. Don't want to know when. Mm. Don't know what. Don't know why. I just want it to happen. <laughs> One day, blissfully unaware. Blissfully unaware. Wake up, never. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Just don't wake up. Can't. No. I, I think that's a nice way to go, isn't it? Just. Just not waking up. Yeah. Go to bed Friday night. No, Friday night's a bad night today. Because you you miss you miss the party. Go to bed Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night and. Uh, yeah. Meet, meet your creator. I think that's a maker. Maker. Not creator. Oh, you might meet your creator. You might meet God. Yeah. God's our creator, isn't it? Yeah. Might, uh, yeah. Or you might just get eaten by worms. Either yeah, one. that's yeah. Obviously, I'll probably be cremated. That's probably. Mm. Where, where would you want to? If you thought about this, where would you want to be scattered? Um, where would you actually want to be scattered? It's quite a dark segment. Mate, yeah, it's it's quite dark, but I. I you know what? I don't. I don't really care. I'm not gonna go. Oh yeah. I want. I want my eldest grandson to climb Kilimanjaro and scatter them up there. Or something. Yeah, because some people are really crazy. Yeah. No. I'll just go. You know what? Just go on. Go on a bridge. Just tip them on the M1 or something. <laughs> tip them on the M1. <laughs> just, just you know. I don't know. I don't really mind. Yeah. Scatter them wherever. Yeah. I mean, I'll think about that later. Hmm. If I like tomorrow, Tibbo, you can just pop them in the garden if you want. Yeah, I'll, I'll, what I'll do for you is I'll uh, build a nice little tree. Okay. And um, engrave my name in it. Engrave your name on Here lies Sam Ings Ashes. I'll plant this little tree. Yeah. And I'll plant it somewhere that means something to you. 
and uh, I'll, I'll make a make a little stage as well. Make a little stage, and I have the tree on top of the stage, so okay. people will know you're a performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will know. <laughs> so I've got five stand-up gigs, so I'm <laughs> born performer. Yeah, <laughs> it's what he loved doing. It's what he died. <laughs> he died what he loved doing. That's that. Yeah, because you have died on stage, haven't you? <laughs> See what I did there. Very good. Um, yeah, I actually haven't died on stage. To be honest, I'm actually. Well, I'll say that there've been some poor gigs. Mm. The, What's the worst gig you've ever done? So I don't know if Jazz talked about this, but it was the one on Sutton Bonington. She did the parasitic wasps. So yeah, you clearly have listened to the whole podcast. No, I told you I haven't, I haven't listened mm. to the last one. Now, yeah, she spoke to me about that. that worst yeah. gig ever, and that is also my wasps. my worst gig. Did you just didn't work? It was. Well, the thing is, I did, I got laughs. I, I got laughs, like, I think also because when we were watching the others, you couldn't, because of the way it was set up, you couldn't really hear the laughs. Because obviously everyone was, also we were at the back of a big room, so anyone that laughed, like, was at the front, so their laughs were going forward, so you couldn't really hear it. But obviously on stage, you could. But it was just, yeah, just everything about it was just, no one was really there to have a good time, they were just sort of there. <laughs> Like, no one really knew why they were there. And people in the audience? Yeah, the people in the audience. Were many? Were there many? Um, it was probably, like, 20, 30. And it was a massive room. Like, it was, it was, it was a big, like, sort of hall, like, like an assembly hall size. And we were just sort of shoved at the front. On the stage. Or were you on stage or not really, just in front of them? Yeah, no, it was, not, it was, it was a stage. But then everyone was sort of on, like, circular tables... Oh. At the front, so some people were like twizzling on their chairs oh, no. to like to like look around. I always say you need perfect conditions in that comedy. Huh? I always say you need perfect conditions. Yeah, and, and, and you, could, oh, and you could hear yourself as well. because oh. it was such a big room. So big. Yeah, and there was no one. Was it a back. big stage as well? It was. It was a big stage. They expect big things. Yeah, well. yeah, it was a big stage, and so oh. it was sort of felt fine because everyone was near the front, but it was just the fact that there was a massive empty open hall at the back that my voice was. Traveling down and traveling back up, so I could mm. hear myself twice, which is which is like um, you, you can't hear, you can't speak, like you, you know what I mean. I get nervous like in near enough all my gigs because uh, I think that yeah, being, yeah, yeah, yeah. being um, nervous keeps you keeps you on edge uh, and on your toes. I think that's the best way to do it. <laughs> Those who don't know what just happened there, uh, <laughs> Sam Moon poured water on his eye whilst trying to drink. <laughs> <laughs> he missed it. He uh, he missed it. Just got just got nervous about that gig. Just 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 got the feeling again. Uh, yeah. So um, basically, Sam's doing that as a disguise because actually he's crying, but he's gonna now try and tell me that it's the water that it's he has to put in his eyes. Yeah, it's the water. Yeah, yeah. I, I get nervous so in, in front of every gig, and I think that it's one of those things. Yeah, where, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. Nerves are good because if you're nervous, it shows that you care. And also, when you're done, it feels amazing. It's nonsense. a great feeling because you just. You've just done it. You just got it out of the way, and mm. you've got laughs. Well, that's the thing. I think as soon as you've made your first gag, and get laughs, the nerves mm. go. Not completely, but you feel much more relaxed. Mm. Once, I always say it's like a drug. It's like a drug. Do you reckon? Yeah, that's that's why I think the first laugh so important. You've got to, you've got to open with have a strong punchline. You've got to have a strong punchline within the first two sentences. I think most of, I probably got. Most of mine are strong punchlines. Yeah. The only one that's a bit meh, it also depends on delivery. So I, yeah. one of my oh, punchlines is really hard to uh, deliver because it's really slow. Is it? Yeah, exactly. It's my nasty one. See, so yeah, I think you've just got to come in with an old classic. 
bang, Mock. get a laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then go in with the Nazi stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, once you've got um, your sort of character in that, like James A. Castle, he'll just go on stage and go, yeah. And he'll get a laugh instantly. Mm. So that will probably put him at ease just by just by knowing that people will laugh just at him, no matter what, really. Mm. That's, what, that's what I like doing, though. I think that it's important. But, but technically, my first laugh comes before I've even said anything. So yeah. looking at a few of the people, looking at Acaster and looking at Milton Jones and looking at um, other comedians. Yeah, they just come on. I yeah. like doing, what I like doing is coming on stage, not saying a word for a good 10 seconds. Yeah, that's... Um, because that's... people <laughs> will then think, people are, are, are on edge. Or are going, oh, is, 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 is he going to burn? Is he going to crash burn? Say? What's he going to say? And then they, you've got their attention. Yeah. Because if I come on stage and it's my presence, I'm like sort of blurred all yeah. out, all hi, nervously. Hi, welcome to, you know, people are going to pick up on that. And people are also going to still be on edge. So we'll be like, oh, we you come on stage and you make sure that you're calm, even if you're shitting it, you're calm, and you just come on stage. You know the last Studio Live one? I'm not even sure. Didn't you come for the second half, so you didn't even see my performance? <laughs> the one where we defeat. I did see your performance. Oh, you did? It. Okay. Because uh, you had the famous I'm... doppelganger joke that didn't really Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Sam has uh, someone on campus that looks very similar to yeah, him. Yeah, I've got a photo of him as well, actually. Yeah. Like, I saw, yeah, so I saw him at a nightclub and my mates were all like, because he's about, he's quite, like, I'm, I'm fairly tall. And he does business as well. He does business, yeah, so I see him quite frequently. And my friends um, at the club were, were like looking over and they were like waving at him. <laughs> and and he wasn't turning around. He wasn't like acknowledging them. And then when he did sort of turn around, they were like, "Oh shit, that's not Sam." So they told me, you know, you got someone that looks like you here. So I tracked him down, and I saw him at another nightclub a couple of weeks later, and I got a photo of him. And I just said, "You know what I mean?" Yeah. Do you know um, we look quite similar, don't we? And he's like, "Yeah, guess we do." Yes, we <laughs> got do. a little photo. Am I looking at myself in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, he was just a bit like, "Oh, all right." Like, yeah. He, he seems to be like. I think that he's a bit, I don't know, whenever I see him, I think that a lot of people come up to him and go, you look like Sammy. And I think that, or vice versa. I think a lot of people come up to him and go, you look like Fred. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't, I didn't think I looked like a lot of people. I thought I had quite a unique face. Um, but obviously some people just see a tall ginger person and go, yeah, that's, that's my mate. So uh, in first year, I was, I was in a cafe um, just doing, just doing some work. Just it was in on Jubilee campus. Mm-hmm. Um, just doing a bit of work. Just, just mind my own business. Some guy was in the queue and um, just buying a sandwich, or whatever. And he, he turned around and he, and he went, "Oh, Will, you're right, mate." And and I was like, literally dead in the eye, about five meters away from me. He goes, "Will, you're, you're right, mate." And I, I go, "What?" I was, I was like, "I don't think I know you." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, you're my, you're my flatmate, aren't you?" And I was. And I was like, what? No. And so he, he literally, he was five metres away from me and he he thought I was his flatmate, who's clearly someone he sees a lot. Jesus. And he's still, That's embarrassing. And he still thought I was someone else. And I go, no, I think you've got the wrong guy, mate. And he goes, oh, oh yeah, sorry. Like, I mean, I don't know. So apparently I, I look like quite a lot of people. So I look like Will. I look like whoever this, do you know his name? I just call him Fred. I don't know what his Fred. name is. You just call him Fred? Yeah. <laughs> what, my doppelganger? Yeah. He, he basically looks like Sam Ming, Sam Ming who's had a hard life and he's, is addicted to meth. He, yeah, he looks like a bit of a crack addict. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're not a, a crack addict, Fred. 
I'm very yeah, sorry. Sorry, Fred. But um, or Will, if you're watching, because you clearly look terribly like me. Mm. Dangerously like me. Whereas I think that I've got I've got quite a distinctive face. I think I I look like nothing. Yeah. Ever to have come before. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. I think you've got an even more unique face than me. It's a bit. But it's well. it's literally it's it's just it's bad, man. Like, I've I've had because another thing I said in in the stand up was that like he's stealing my girls from me. Because there was uh, one of my mates literally said, "Oh, I saw you getting with this girl last night," and I, I didn't even go out that night. So I was like, "No, that wasn't me." Mm. So people were like literally mistaking me for mistaking him for me, like yeah. like regularly. <laughs> Thing with that that bit though is it didn't quite work because not many people know of this doppelganger and how much he looks like. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why I want to get out the picture that I took of us at Rock City. And, and like put it that's, up or, that's a good way of saying it because it. it's a good concept that's what I was going to say to you it's a good concept but it's exactly. quite hard to but if I've got a visual going we genuinely do look very similar mm. yeah you'd have to think about how you make that funny but I think with the visual that's what I was going to say to you yeah, yeah. finishing call correct sort of visual I think that could be that could be a gold gold well, as you said man people like a bit of instant gratification people like to visualise things mm. So I think I think you could also be a waiter. A way you could do it is you could um get a picture of like Ed Sheeran or Ron Weasley or something and then go like oh wait wrong one and then slice across it like like a little like yeah yeah. Well, we we'll still go like oh yeah you look like you look like uh, Rupert Grin like, no I don't I don't know <laughs> if he had different colour hair yeah we we look nothing alike he's got like mm. a more round face and I've got quite a skinny face. Mm. So when you played that character, what was it like uh, knowing that you end, you do end up with uh, Emma Watson? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> Very well. How's it feel oh. always being in Daniel Radcliffe's uh, shadow? How's that feel? <laughs> it was horrible, man, but I got Emma Watson at the end of it, so. Mm. Growing up Emma Watson was. Growing up was Emma Watson was, was banging. She was, she was the one that I, I looked to. I was like, you know, if I could be with someone, Emma Watson got it all. Yeah. Good looking, just in Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, Potter, sorry, she didn't Harry Potter. That was quite lazy of me. Potter, <laughs> yeah. Potter, by Essex Roots. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, she's uh good looking and she's very very clever. I went to Brown University. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah she's clever. Very very clever. I think, aren't, aren't they all quite clever? I think so. Yeah, Daniel think... Radcliffe comes across a very intelligent. Well. Yeah, he's, maybe he's just a bit awkward. Hi guys, I'm Daniel Radcliffe. He does really weird films now, though. Daniel Radcliffe doesn't he? Do they all do quite like quite indie films? Mm. I don't think they're in. Actually, maybe Anne Watson is. What was wrong? I don't think Rupert Grint's been in anything. Ed Sheeran's music video. Ed Sheeran's music video, but for Lego House. <laughs> I haven't seen anything since. Wasn't he in some night film? I think he was in a night film. And what, as in a knight film? A knight film. Yeah. Maybe. maybe or maybe that's just a ginger man. <laughs> it's just probably me. Yeah, probably just I was in that one. Why are you an extra? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I can't think about that. But yeah, it's a bit weird. But I think that if you are in Harry Potter, you just would well, why would you do anything afterwards, you know? Some of the big actors... Because you don't. The bigger, the, the bigger actors, so Maggie Smith is always in, like, Downton and things like that. Yeah. Alan Rickman, he's dead. He's in everything. He was in... But he was in lots of films he's after Harry stuff. Potter. And before. And before. Uh, and then who else? You actually, had, um, was, actually, no, I only remember him as an old guy, to be fair. You had the old Dumbledore and the new Dumbledore. I can't remember their names, but they were always yeah. in a lot of films as well. Uh, very famous. They're both pretty old. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think it's hard though. Like, what do you do after that? 
It's the same, yeah. with, same with like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah. What, what did you do after well, that? Well, he didn't do anything after that, did he? Just apart from drive the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard being a child actor, I think. It's hard, it's hard being a child millionaire. Mm-hmm. I wonder how uh, someone like a Billy Eilish would take it. I wonder how... Yeah, I do think about that. How will, like, people who are big now, like, children that are big, like, obviously Biebs, he, like, went to prison and that. <laughs> yeah, he went to prison. Yeah, or, he, or he, he got, I don't know, he got arrested for something. Yeah. But... I don't know if he actually went to prison. He's, mm. He got money, but, you know. Yeah. You don't go to prison and you got money. Mm. Like, if Pablo Escobar and you go to prison, you build your own prison. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that's fine. That's crazy. <laughs> I think it's one of those things, though, that be interested to see what happens, especially in the music industry. Because Billie Eilish, what, she's now five Grammys, 18, mm. 18, 18 or 19. Yeah. Five Grammys, millionaire, got loads of songs in the charts, got she's the new Bond, Bond single. Yeah. Um, but then how do you, how do you live up to the hype? You've now got, you've now got so to, you've now got to bring out your sophomore album. has got to be even better. Well, she, wait, Oh yeah, she's only got one debut album, hasn't she? Mm. But she had like a couple of EPs. And she had a couple of EPs. Um, yeah, I know. Well, Louis Capaldi always jokes, doesn't he, that he's a one-hit wonder. He always says that I'm only going down from here. Are like, you a big Capaldi fan? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I know the big, I know the big ones. I'm not a big fan either, but people love him because he's got a great personality. He has. He, I mean, he is. He is quite funny. He's quite. You're a, saying that quite a lovable, well, lovable I can't. Lover. Well, I can't believe is that he's quite. He's not the best looker. <laughs> so also a ginger. Shout out ginger. He's, is he a ginger? Well, I think he is. I'd say he's not blonde. Well, I don't want him in our category. Don't want him in your, yeah, nah. your ethnic minority. Yeah, he's, yeah he doesn't count. And, uh, but his ex-girlfriend's on Love Island. Is on uh, Love yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah. The new Love Island. Uh, but it's crazy that, you know, you often think that you have to look a certain way to get a good <laughs> girlfriend. So anyone who's ugly uh, out there, any of our listeners, there is hope. If Louis Capaldi can do it, so can you. Correct. Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. You just gotta be Confident. a millionaire. <laughs> you just gotta be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That nah, is like, confidence, mate. Confidence is ninety nine percent of it. Yeah, look at Jay Z, one of the ugliest men I know, also a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta think about not millionaires. <laughs> not millionaires. No, it is just no. money. It's just money, isn't it? <laughs> but not that we're saying that women are shallow or anything. We're yeah. not saying that. No. Well, men are shallow. Men are shallow as well. Men are, men are more shallow than women. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon men are way you more... Hear, you hear land culture and it's... They're way more about looks. And it holds a goal. Nah, no, not even. Because when, you know, you have that awful, like, you know, if you can't pull, you pull a, a fat <laughs> one or, you know, things like that. You do have things... You know, men are even worse. I know it is about looks... But, you know, you have those awful sayings like all girls are pretty in the dark and, you know... Yeah, yeah, okay. Some of the lad things that you hear yeah. are really awful. We're, we're not lads, are we? Uh, I'm not part of that category. We're not, we're not lads. We're nowhere near that, I don't think. But, you know, you do hear it where, you know, you hear men say it doesn't really matter what she looks like. Yeah. You know, as long as, uh, as, long as I'm being... My knees are being seen to. If you put yourself um, on a continuum... So it, from nerd, which is so like a zero, to like jock, yeah, <laughs> one, okay. of, one of the lads. 
out, out as, a, as a hundred. So a hundred is is a is, massive is, lad, is massive lad, rugby boy, shagger, rugby boy. Uh, you know, and zero is nerd, stays inside, plays video games. When mm. where are you on that? <laughs> I think what I mean. I know my grades don't necessarily reflect it, but I think I'm quite an intelligent person. Yeah, I, I'm just. You don't have to be intelligent to be a nerd. No, no, but hear me out. So I think that I am on. So. I was saying this, I think that there's a correlation between looks and intelligence. Okay, yeah, I really am at it. I think the people who are often <laughs> yeah. people growing up in, in your school, you think about all the pop, all the pretty people. Yeah. They were often had nothing in nothing in the head. I think I don't so, know, I know a lot of clever, good looking people. Hmm. But yeah, there's definitely. Oh no, you know, there's definitely a correlation between cool people and and looks. And look. oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, and looks. Mm. Yeah, yes, that's mm. a good one. So, because so what I'm saying is, you know, I'm quite. I, I like to think I'm quite intelligent. Yeah, I just don't. I what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just think at uni, there's certain things that I don't enjoy, so I don't put in the work. But you know, I'm fluent in French, and I was born into that. Yeah, but I did all right in in school. I did all right. Yeah, I mean, up to fair, and I'm I'm in a I'm at Russell Group University. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we must we have some sort of we must be of, of intelligence. <laughs> surely, yeah, surely. <laughs> We're catching it, surely. please, <laughs> please. Believe me, oh, um, I'm clever. I'm clever. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where you know I enjoy. I'm not a big fan of video games, but I'll play them with friends every now and then. Yeah. I've never been the cool kid I've never been but you're not I've never been 100% but, but you're, I'd say you're not the, the weird kid but I'm not the weird kid no but I think that I've, I definitely have weird weird elements yeah in I, my I'd personality I'd be top like top 50 definitely we were somewhere in the middle ground <laughs> but I reckon easy, easily top 50 like Fit, top, what, definitely as in definitely closer to to a lad than a nerd what would you say 50 is just a normal man a normal man. <laughs> a normal man. <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, just, just, Gary goes down the Weatherspoons three times a week. Yeah. Just Maybe like, every now and then beats his girlfriend up. Is that is that fifty percent? Has. God, that needs. You know, has has certain has some he, friends. He needs another prom, doesn't it? Just going that way, just dickhead and like. Yeah, it needs. Guy. It needs to be a matrix. It needs, yeah, it needs to be a three D. Three D, like a. Uh, what's that called? What's that business? There needs to be an X and Y. X and Y axis. Axis. <laughs> so we've got nerd, cool, mm. and then, then we've got, got dickhead and nice, nice guy. Nice guy. So I'd, I'd, I'd say, say that I'm in the. Very, we're both in the nice guys. Very, very close to nice. I don't know. So. <laughs> well, I think I'm nicer than you. What? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, no, you're definitely nicer than me. I'm nice and oh, that's really kind. It definitely, you're. I think that, um, as Jazz said, I make I, I make a really bad first impression. Yeah, yeah. No, I would say yeah. But I think that I do a lot for other people. But I think that's. Yeah. But I think that you do less for other people, but you come across as nice. Yeah, maybe because you're a nicer. You're I think nicer. You're more like no bullshit. Mm. You're sort of like this is how I am. This is how I'm going to come across. If you don't like it. If you don't like fuck it, off. fuck off, yeah. Like Whereas you're like no a people bullshit. pleaser. Yeah. You try and be happy with it. But if I, if I like meet happy. someone for the first time, I'll be like, yeah. 
very like smiley, very like. Yeah, I don't smile a lot either. Yeah, that's probably that's probably yeah, that's probably why when you were <laughs> waggling your dog in Jazz's face, saying that she does a shit course, <laughs> not smiling, she was probably like, it's, it's, I hate like, this guy's the worst. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think, yeah. I embrace both sides. I embrace a slightly nerdy bit, and I embrace slightly cool bit. So because yeah, I do do yeah, cool yeah. things, I'm. I like to think I'm quite cool. So you say we're, we're sort of in the middle of the nerd cool bit. So that's on the x-axis. Yeah. So and that's <laughs> about zero. And then we're maybe nearer to the nice. Nearer to the nice. Which is uh, obviously for listeners on the bottom. So we're maybe a minus. <laughs> no, it's going to be on top. Plus. plus <laughs> nice is, okay, so plus. Plus 70. 70. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go plus 20 on the cool, on the cool spectrum to give ourselves some cool. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. So we're a 20, Distinctly 70. above average in uh, niceness, in the nice normal, in, yeah. in the nice dickhead index. Yeah. <laughs> and we're um, and we're slightly yeah, above above fifty percent in the um, in the uh, cool nerd category. <laughs> but I think we're very similar. I think you need to ask this to everyone who's on the podcast where yeah. they put themselves on the continuum. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a regular theme. Yeah, it's just. Where, yeah, where do you put yourself? But it's interesting to see how you perceive yourself and how other people perceive yourself. Because you put me instantly higher up, whereas I disagree. I don't say you're more nerdy. Yeah, I don't think I'm in the upper echelons of... I'm not cool. I'm not a... I would never be a rugby lad. I don't... I don't... No, that's true. In that yeah, culture. No, I would Yeah, no, neither. I mean, I would, yeah. <laughs> you know, I watch YouTube, thing, like, you know, so... I think it's like... Um, but I think you and I are very similar. I think that we're yeah. in the same because otherwise we would be friends. That's the thing because we're friends. If I like, we we must be in the same category. If I was a lad, lad, banged loads of drugs, you wouldn't be friends with me. And yeah, and you were like, do you want to? Come on my podcast. Come on my podcast. Yeah, I mean, I've got a fucking podcast. <laughs> you know, I can't be, I can't be that cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But I think that yeah, because we are friends, I we we naturally be in the same. Yeah, 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 like roughly. Roughly. Give or take a few percent. Yeah. I think the coolest person who's well, friends with me... I do sometimes hang out with people who are much cooler cool. or m- much less cool. Yeah, I hang out with less I don't really people. care as long as... No. As long as they're nice. Yeah. As long yeah. as they're, as long as long as they're above a 50 in the nice index. Yeah. Yeah, if you're um, negative on that on that y-axis... Get out. Yeah, get out. Get out. Uh, yeah. But I think, yeah, probably the coolest person who's friends with me it's something like an Ollie Brown. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say too much for lad, though. That's the thing. That's the thing. He's not even cool. I don't even think he's cool. He's <laughs> Ollie Brown, you're not cool. You're not cool. You're not cool. You're not cool. He's going to come on the podcast and uh, have a go at me for this. <laughs> but I think, yeah, he's probably... No, take it back. Ollie Brown is not cool. He's the nicest person I know. Yeah, he, yeah he's nice. If, okay. on, the, on the nice index, he's 90%. Yeah, okay. Because I've never seen him angry at anyone. No, I can't imagine him... Raising his voice, he's gonna he's gonna raise his voice when he tell when we tell him that he's not cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never got angry. I mean, you oh, you were talking about how you got um punched in the face, and uh-huh. at, at I get club. punched in the face quite a lot in clubs sometimes. How many times have you been punched in the face? Six. You have to think about six, it. <laughs> seven. Jeez, I've never been punched anywhere. Mm. I think it's because I I avoid. Conflict, uh, any type of conflict. Yeah, I'm like yeah. A, whereas I'm a pacifist. A, I'm a, I'm a, uh, how do you put it? Like, 
I'm a divisive character. So you, you I'm like Marvel. Like, but if you like me, you hate me. But you can't defend yourself. <laughs> no. you don't need to, because people will laugh are, at you. Get annoyed. People will laugh at you naturally. But then when you're drunk, you try and overcompensate. Yeah. I think the, if you're people find me annoying and so when they're sober. But if you're, if you're talking to someone, that's mm-hmm. fine. You can make them laugh. But yeah. Yeah. If you're just, they're not even talking to you, and you're just going, "Hey guys, what do you think of cheese?" And then they're like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Out of yeah. Why are you talking to me about cheese? Hey, <laughs> is it is it because you're anti cheese? <laughs> you know, and that's going to land you a punch. But yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You anti cheese, bro. You anti cheese, bro. What is it? Because I'm French. Because I'm French. What are you going to do? It, you know, that's really obnoxious. That's yeah. Whereas I'd think that I'm being funny. Yeah, yeah. He'd be going. He's loving this. Yeah, he's loving this. Let me let me give him some more. Let me <laughs> Let's give him some more juice. What's your opinion on yogurt? <laughs> yeah. Because yogurt, let me guess, you, you, did you know you can make yogurt? Uh, you can make cheese out of yogurt? Mm, you didn't know it, did you? Or did you? Mm. <laughs> Next thing you know, bang on the floor. Yeah, get this out of my face. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's down to the fact that you... I think because we... But then why do you... Because we're both uh, one of the comedians. Uh, yeah. I think that we then, especially when we're drunk, we try and make people laugh even more. Yeah. Whereas I, we usually just make people laugh irrespective. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I always, like, I mean, like in friends... school, like, in primary school now, I've always just been, like, like the class clown, like, the, the kid that, like, is just annoying to the teacher. Like, the teacher yeah. fucking, they, the, teachers have always hated me, every yeah. single parent's evening. Welcome to the club. Yeah, <laughs> like my, they, they come, like, my parents come in, they go, as we doing, they go, Sam's, you know, he's clever, he's, he's, he's promising Hosting. student. He's the class clown. Yeah, yeah. But, but he needs to focus in class, he needs yeah. to stop shouting out in class, like, and... I don't know, I just, I just, yeah, it's just a thing, I've always just wanted to be like, the thing is, I'll say that, I don't want to be the centre of attention, but I've always just had something to you say. like it. Yeah. I think that, that's I, why I, I think, do comedy. I think of something in my head that's funny, and I'll go, I want to say that, and I want other people to hear it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's the trait of, of stand-up comedy, I think, mm. you know, it's not being a, like, you, maybe more so me than you, but I don't care what I say. And I'll just say it anyway, irrespective of the setting. Yeah, which is a, to, pu- to a, get punchable, a punchable trait. <laughs> to get a laugh. Whereas you might be a bit more clever with it. And, uh, you know, if there's a time to be serious in class or in a formal setting, you wouldn't make the joke. No. Whereas I just would say it anyway. Well, I think sometimes, yeah, sometimes I, I did when I was young, when I was learning. <laughs> when I was mm. learning about when to make a joke. Yeah. Because that is important. You can't Whereas always I'm a bit make more risk. I'm a bit more risk. Well, yeah, I'd say so. There was just some, there was some times where I'd be, I wouldn't even be impressing anyone. <laughs> there was a time when um, my teacher told me to hole punch some work and I hated her. I was just getting so annoyed. And I said, um, <laughs> it's pretty funny, I said, um, my mum doesn't agree with violence, um, so I'm not going to punch any holes. Um, and that was it. There was, there was literally no one there. It was just me and her. So the only person I would have made laugh is her, who obviously didn't laugh. Um, and... Yeah, that's obviously an example of the wrong time <laughs> to be saying a joke. So you've got to learn who to say it to. Yeah, learn who you can have a laugh with. Yeah. Did your teachers often have laughs, laughs with you? Because not in not until sixth like, form, really. They would always like. I think I was one of those kids that they would always make jokes with because they knew like I was quite thick skinned so you could say anything to me. Uh, so I think the teachers they enjoyed that that they could like have a bit of banter with me. And yeah, I but what did you get when you were younger though? Because I don't, I feel like I didn't. Yeah, do, do no, so even when I was even to like seventy or ten. But I, I lived, I lived 
I went to boarding school, didn't I? So I lived with them. Oh, you went to boarding school? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it was one of those things. Yeah, what was, uh, what was that like? Yeah, I spoke about it. I've already spoken about it. It's on our, our previous episode. Unreleased episode, so okay. I just love myself. But yeah, because <laughs> uh, uh, people already heard it and I don't want to hear yeah, it again. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, but I think it's one of those things like. My dad went to boarding school. Yeah? Yeah. Did you enjoy I got it? Got shipped off. No, I hated it. Every mm. second of it. It's one I of those things that's very. Um, I think that's why they didn't send me to private school. Because my dad went to a private boarding school and hated everyone there. Because everyone's obviously very, like, laddie. Yeah. Very, like, right-wing. <laughs> like, uh, he just didn't get on with it, get on with them at all. I'm assuming they all they're all want to be bankers and lawyers and, I don't know, investors. No, and he I'm... wanted to do writing. Writing, yeah. Every fairy subject. Yeah, just comedy. And they were just, like, they just weren't his people at all. Mm. My dad was very much nerd nice. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one hundred, one hundred. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we'll put we'll name that index minus one hundred minus one hundred. We'll name that the Will E Pit. Or well, it's actually minus one hundred plus one hundred. Sorry, minus one hundred plus one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on that's, the, that's the <laughs> on the that's the willing region. <laughs> it's the willing region. Yeah. Well, um, we should, we, we, should, we should probably think of a should, person for each region. Yeah, we should. Yeah. We should copy. We should copy write this. We oh, should definitely, put it in yeah. a scientific paper, get it published. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll draw up the, uh, or maybe one of our fans can draw, draw it up. Should we think of <laughs> yeah. someone for each sake? Without, or we'll only be offending two people. So uh, no, we four people, don't we? Three each box. Yeah, but I was just thinking the nerd, nice. Oh, that's they're, already taken. Nice is taken. We cool, cool, nice. That's cool, not, nice. That's not offensive. Cool, nice. Who's is... the coolest, nicest? Probably is Ollie Brown, isn't it? Even though he's not cool. Not As cool. we've established, he's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we can't name it. Yeah, cool. we can't name it. He's in the 50%. He's yeah. the 50%. He's the 50% corners <laughs> up in the middle. He's in the middle of the, uh, of the nice bit. Coolest, nicest person I know. Yeah. Probably me. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anyone. Biggest dickhead. Dickhead call is, is hard because that's any of the rugby boys on the rugby team. Yeah, that could be a, so many people, yeah. There's so many people. And oh it could, God, it could yeah. be... I'm going to say it's, now. And it's dependent on whose perception it is. I, I imagine who, I fall into that category. I don't so know who people. he is, but captain of the first team, rugby. Mm. You, you, are, you are dickhead call. You are dickhead call. So minus you are... 100 plus 100 <laughs> on the index. Wait, no, 100 minus 100. Come with the X and Y axis, mate. Sorry. X first. X first. Yeah, sorry, plus 100 <laughs> minus 100. And that's that's the uh, cap- rugby player captain. Rugby player captain. Region pit. Region pit, yeah. <laughs> and what do we have? So it's. Dickhead nerd. So it's Willing, Willing's top, Willing. top left. Top left. Rugby player, bottom right. Bottom right. Uh, we need, um, need a cool. We, no, we need a nerd, we need a nerd <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> nerd dickhead. <laughs> nerd dickhead, nerd. Someone who's just... That's just, that's, just someone, that's, just an, that's just basically a virgin at home. Just who screams at his mum for not like, bringing just, him the toast in time. Yeah, he's a, just a Who plays Fortnite. Yeah. Um, and it's just, 
just a, he's an awful person and he's into Fortnite. That's <laughs> he's it. He's a horrendous person. Horrendous person treats his parents like shit and he's into Fortnite. So that's dickhead nerd. Virgin Fortnite player. Virgin Fortnite. Player. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, obviously cool and nice. Cool, nice. We can't think of one. Can't think of one. I don't that's, think there's anyone that's 100 100. No, so that's, we'll leave that to, um, we'll leave that, yeah, up for discussion. That's just, that's just, uh, it could be like a god figure. Like, yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah. Could also a celebrity. I think it's going to how nice they are. Mm. That's the thing. So each person is on their, is on the quest in life to, like, to achieve ultimate to achieve call, call niceness 100 100. Yeah. The hundred hundred. You could argue that you <laughs> on the match attack, which makes max attacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with cool, coolness, niceness index. Yeah. And then, that's uh, a defensive attack. Yeah, defensive attack. <laughs> but you could argue you can never be a hundred cool whilst also being nice. Nice. Every day of the week. Exactly. That's wrong. You could argue that. You could argue that. Because sometimes that version Fortnite play, what happens when he stops playing Fortnite and he stops and he does. He is nice, and he does get some girls. <laughs> he doesn't get girls. He doesn't get girls. He doesn't get girls. <laughs> he just moves away. Because people change. Yes. <laughs> people do change. People do point. change. You, you will find yourself moving around this continuum throughout your life. Mm. I think I was quite cool in primary school. Like, mm. coolest in the year, I put myself. Top three. But then, secondary school, you know, demoted a little bit. Maybe only top twenty. Uni. <laughs> I'm a no one man. <laughs> I'm not cool at all. Yeah. But I think you just care less and less about being cool when you get older. But I think that's that's cool. Caring less and less cool, about man. being cool makes you cool. That's what cool stands for. Caring. <laughs> no, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of two words starting with O. Not happening. Yeah. There's a yeah. I think. That's, that's that weird thing, isn't it? They always say, try not to be cool and you'll be cool. But then that's a hard thing to do. I've got it. Cool. Caring of others. <laughs> like. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Caring of others like. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an Essex girl. <laughs> oh my God. I met Jim now in the pub. He was proper cool. He was proper Caring cool of like. others like. <laughs> like. <laughs> Caring of others like. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I love. Kind of others like, and then you're expecting there has to be another word that comes after. There's not. There's not because, because. Like, their brains aren't evolved in this kind of the next answer. But you know what I mean? Like, but like, he's great though, like. Nothing else. Like what? <laughs> like what? Nothing. Like nothing. <laughs> nothing in me, nothing in my head. <laughs> I'm probably going to get loads of hate for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just smoke too much, like. Yeah. I love going beef with all my girls. I'm going beefer. Girls. Girls. My banger. Beefer. Beefer. <laughs> yeah, beefer. <laughs> shagger. Yeah. Magger. Sorry, magger. Magger. Nah, shagger leaf. Yeah. Bendy. You, you, you ever been to a party, party island? You have, haven't you? You're cooler than me. I no. bet you've been on a lads for one day. I haven't, I haven't, to be fair. Like, I've been on holiday with my lads, but they're just not, none of us are laddie. Like, we didn't go clubbing and, like, drink like sleep on the streets and that mm. we were in a nice villa <laughs> you know what i mean drinking drinking beer every night you went to croatia didn't you no i went um to malaga went to croatia my family okay went to malaga um yeah went to malaga with the boys which is just not like that 
bachelor party place. We went to... It's hot, uh, it's hot yeah. Hot and sweaty. Just like this room. Mm. It's quite hot in here, isn't it? Yeah, it was cold earlier, but it's cold. How, how um, do you cope being an ethnic minority in the sun? Oh, mate. It's horrendous. I've got to put fat to 50. About twice a day. That's quite, that's quite low for your uh, shallow... Uh, Shallow skin pore settings, UV radiation, <laughs> membrane allowance. <laughs> well, would it, do you even wear cream? I'm a fat to ten guy. Mate, in my dreams, fat fifty so like thick. Mm. It's just horrible. That's what poor yogurt on you. So. It's, yeah, literally sticks to your clothes like like you have to have a shower. I can even get away putting the, the sprays on. And like the bronzing oil sprays. Oh yeah, yeah. See, like, uh, that I have factor fifteen in. A little. Can you sing? Um, nah. I sing in the shower. Don't be more. <laughs> exactly. Um, you're, can... you're you're a big music fan like me. Don't don't you play uh, trumpet though. You play play. Uh, I play. I'm actually grade eight piano. Piano. But I haven't played in years. Compose your own stuff. Well, I did music GCSE, so the most composition I've ever done is just that. Mm. So I wrote a jazz, I wrote a piano prelude, which was fucking boring, and I wrote a, like a jazz piece, which was quite funky. But actually, do you have you seen Suits? Yeah. Um. Do you know the the starting theme tune? Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Like I literally just ripped that off. Like I literally wrote a jazz piece, just that was exactly the same as that, but with just like backings and like stuff like that. Yeah. So don't tell anyone. But <laughs> well, it's on the podcast now. So uh, yeah. uh, AQA coming for you. <laughs> yeah. You or, or Edexcel or other other. It was. Uh, I think. I think it was Edexcel Music GCSE from 2016. Other GCSE uh, exam boards are available. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they just. She obviously hadn't watched Suits or the exam hadn't either, so they didn't clock. But that's lit. I just ripped it off. Like get away with a lot of plagiarizing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially something creative. Like, yeah, like if I'd done a popular jazz song, it should have been like, well, this is that, but I just did a jazz remake yeah. of the Suits theme tune because that's what I was watching at the time. You, you could have, like, uh, I wonder, like, what, to what extent you could get away with plagiarising in, yeah. in music DCSE. Like, just pissing about, like, you could get, I don't know, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And you could, like, change it from the dun 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 yeah. dun, like, and change it to, like, a trumpet. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Play it backwards or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah. I, I wonder how much you get away with. And then the same, like... <laughs> like, just... Uh, like, just like, do... Yeah, as long as there's no, like... Yeah, I don't know at what point it becomes plagiarism. Because you know Ed Sheeran got done for plagiarism for his... Um, which song was it? Uh, I think it's Photograph. Okay. So it's a big, big Ed Sheeran song, like... Yeah. I don't know, probably a billion, like, listens. Yeah. Um, it was... He stole it off. I think it was Matt Cardle, who was like an X Factor winner a couple of years ago, who has done nothing or mm. like isn't popular. Yeah. Um. He wrote and I like I listened to the two and it is uncanny. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the same rhythm, the same melody for the for the chorus. Oh. And, nice. and he, he got sued for like millions, I think. Maybe Matt really needed the but, money. Exactly. I'm sure he did. Because didn't something happen with um, blurred lines as well? That was like massive. Oh, well, that was uh, about the scandal. fact that it was about rape, essentially, or about assaulting women. Oh, <laughs> I think it? it's, it's got some pretty questionable lyrics. I know, yeah. I know you want it because you're a good girl. Wait, uh, what's <laughs> it's like blurred lines. The whole yeah, thing yeah. is like 
Or is it? Or is it? Or and because okay? it had um, Emily Ratajkowski, yeah. Ivy surname. Yeah, Emily Ratajkowski. Who is amazing. He's just ridiculous. Just naked, just prancing around. Yeah, just hunting like, sheep and that. Yeah. <laughs> that year, though, you had a lot of um, like questionable music videos. You had a Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Yeah, that was that yeah, was when yeah. she went again. Fully naked. Again, a child star got money too young from Disney. Just went a bit mad, cut off all her hair, got naked and... Billy Ray Cyrus's uh, daughter as well, crazy. Yeah, mad. What, is, what, is, what did he actually do? Is Billy he, Ray Cyrus. Is he, yeah, but is he... Yeah. I know what he does now. He's a massive he, country singer. So he's always, always been a massive country singer. Mm. Taking his horse to the old town road. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna dig my house. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I hate that. Yeah. Can't stand that. You, you and I are quite, quite a bit music fans. Uh, you're you're into your indie stuff. You're yeah, into uh, yeah, things yeah. like um, Arctic Monkeys, aren't you? And I mean, we wouldn't say that's indie, but yeah. Well, it it comes under that category. Yeah, it's that sort of indie rock sort of. Rex sort of uh, of Orange County. You went to go see them live in, yeah. down in Britson. I saw a picture. I'll show you after the show after this uh, podcast. One of my favourite uh, London photographers. Yeah. Took a really uh, cool picture. Of what at, uh, the, at, at, the, at the concert. Okay. And uh, she's she's uh, does crazy work. Name's um, Natalie, uh, something. You can I'll show you. It's really really cool. And like the way that she's got these like overexposed double exposure shots and like very saturated because it's like okay, was it yeah. very colourful gig and things. It's like it was quite colourful. Yeah. It's just bursting with colours and it's so crazy. Yeah. yeah, he like had some um, like orange big, big things. floating pony. Yeah, that's all, that album. Yeah. yeah, and it was all blue and pink and orange and yeah, shit like that. It was very like, it's, yeah, it was quite, because obviously a lot of his music has orchestra and stuff, so he's got like a live band mm. doing all the trumpets and the... I love a good live band. Was, yeah, yeah, like a big band. I went to go see uh, Leon Bridges and he had a live band. Yeah. And I think it just adds that little bit of... Uh, I think, um, do you know Tom Brennan? No. Tom Brennan, when I saw him, he's, he's got a live band as well. He's, he's just like a solo singer. Okay. So obviously a lot of it's just a backing track or just him playing the guitar or piano or something like that but when he does one of the, the big songs that have the band it's just it just adds something doesn't it mm. that's what you're I, I, see. I think one of the most disappointing gigs I've seen in recent times was at Don't don't Hate Me mm-hmm. Lord Carter okay yeah I went to see him hear me out because as much as I love Lord Carter I went to Rock City not to I went in the you went in Cardiff Student didn't you? Union, yeah, in Cardiff. Now, as much as I like Lord Cartman, yeah, I love his music. I love what he stands for. It was only an hour long, an hour and ten. Yeah, it felt, it felt like I wasn't even in the gig that long. Yeah, but maybe like quality over quantity. So it it was a very good gig. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's the first gig where everyone was on their phones filming. <laughs> I feel that's because he's so mainstream. So, like he. The venues weren't that big that he performed in. Mm. I think he, I think he headlined in um, Alexandra Palace, yeah. which obviously is a massive stage. But everywhere else was quite small. Mm. So I think everyone was sort of like, "Oh, I'm, I'm seeing this like massive guy in a in a small." Yeah. So yeah, everyone had their phones out. What what else are you gonna say? And it also didn't have that live band element. No, that's why. Sorry, I'm shouting, 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 shouting at you. This is what I said. I said. I thought he was going to have a female singer. Yeah. Because usually they do have, like, because obviously he does songs with Georgia Smith and, like, yeah. I don't actually know who does, but he has a lot of songs with, like, a female singer. 
what they usually do is they get a female singer in mm. and they'll introduce him and they'll just do the, the parts. Do the female parts. But instead it was just a recording. So yeah. he was just there going, yeah, That's what as, I mean. as it was just playing out the speakers. Yeah. I could be doing this in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. And as much as he had, he had Rebel... Uh, yeah, he Keith, had Rebel Claire. Clef Webb yeah. come out to unwrap, but it was... Don't get me wrong, I love rap. I love hearing rap uh, live on stage. And it was a really good gig, don't get me wrong, but I think it could have been executed. The, mm. the set on stage was brilliant in his living room. Yeah, the set was cool. Uh, but I think it could have been executed uh, slightly better mm. than it was. Yeah, no, I, I, agree opinion, like, I agree with you there. Just my opinion. Uh, I saw. Um, I really enjoyed the gig. Don't get me wrong, and I love Laura Khan's music, and um, I'm a massive Laura Khan fan. But I just think it was. I don't know. Maybe in my head, I had such high expectations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, uh, maybe, yeah, it didn't live up to it. Um, spent forty-one hours with Laura Khan the last week, according to us. Spotify. It's quite a lot, isn't it? That's crazy. It's quite a lot of time. What top was Catfish in the bottom? Then? Catfish. Did you go see him live in Nottingham? Um, Trent, Trent Arena, or did you? No, I went to see him in Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah, in uh, the O2. So it's massive. Massive venue. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not surprised, to be honest. They're, they're pretty big at the minute. Never really been much of a Catfish fan. If you like one of their songs, you'll like them. Because almost every song is the exact same. Yeah. Structure wise and like sound wise. Which does annoy me a little bit because they haven't really developed as a band. Mm. But I don't know. I like them. Big Maybe fan. they just know they have their fans. They've they got like their sound, yeah. They like their sound. And why? if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I agree. But if I Arctic Monkeys have kept, have kept the sound for their their first album, I would have been happy with that. Mm. Great album. But it says someone like Giggs, his flow's the same on virtually every track as well. Yeah. But people love it. People yeah. love it. Cause, uh, <laughs> he actually does. He actually does have the exact same flow, doesn't he? The only flow that Giggs has got a different flow on is called uh, Free Wheel Up. Uh, with Kano and Wiley. Yeah. And if you listen to it, it's the most challenged beat gigs. It's the most challenging beat that I think that gigs ever been on. Yeah. It's loud trumpet uh, thing. Uh, uh, now gigs has been on loud trumpet things. He takes a song like The Essence or something like that on his Want to Them album. But it's like this high um, 160 BPM okay. uh, thing, and he has to go fast. So he's going fast. Yeah, because he usually goes. With his deep voice, like yeah, yeah, you're hearing him, and he's having to rap on a very, very quick, very, very quickly. And um, it's actually refreshing to hear gigs uh, doing something that sounds a bit different, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the moral of the story is artists should experiment, yeah, definitely, because you take. You take the Beatles or you take, uh, you know, one of those, you could be anyone and uh, Queen or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of their songs sound so different. You know, you can take uh, uh, Under Pressure or you can take a Fat Bottom Girls or you can take a um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody just... And they all sound completely different to each other. Like Bohemian Rhapsody, minute one sounds completely different to minute four. Like, like it sounds really different to minute seven. Yeah. yeah. They're all just like, I'm confident that's about three songs in Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, no one really knows what it means either. It's just no, yeah, be anything. yeah. What, well, yeah? I've never really thought about the lyrics. It's just Bohemian Rhapsody, isn't it? Mm. What's your uh, favorite album of last year? Last year. Last year. Something came album. out last year. Yeah, something came out last year. Favorite album last year. Um, oh, that's, a, that's a good question. I might need to um 
have a look at which albums came out. We, we actually did the Lola Khan album come out. I really like that album. Yeah, so I have a friend, um, Oliver, who is, is a Laura Carmel fan. Yeah. But he he didn't enjoy it as much as the debut album. Oh he, really? He no, I, he, I found it, it. he said he found it too um down and depressive. Yeah, I guess so though, yeah. There were a couple songs that were a little bit But I don't agree with that. So I it's sort of like, oh I'm I'm getting money now but I'm I'm like paying my friends to do it and like I should be out there having fun, but instead I'm Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I know. But some of them are a little bit like. I really enjoyed it as well. I, but I did really enjoy it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I actually, uh, I'm a bit of a fake little karma fan because I actually listened to, not Wave the Drowning before I listened to. Uh, oh really? His uh, debut album, which is, oh uh, yeah, yes, he's gone. Yeah, yes, um, he's gone. It came out in 2016 or 2017. I listened to, um, yeah, I listened to the second one first. Yeah. I think the first look. I'm really bad because. I well no, the first Lord Khan song I heard was No CD, obviously. Okay, yeah, well from the first. Yeah. yeah. And then um I then with my friend That's Henry not the that's not the biggest his biggest one though, is it? I think so, no C D or But Ain't Nothing Changed. Ain't nothing well, that's changed. Why I the one, but yeah. Mm. And then yeah, my friend um I already knew who Tom Mish was. Yeah. Which is weird. I knew Tom Mish before I knew Lord Khan. Oh no, I didn't I, that's that's fair though. I mean, Tom Mish is equally as big, I'd say. Mm. If not bigger, actually. Lost in Paris, uh, fantastic track by um, Tom Mish. Mm. I'm gonna go listen to that. What is that? One uh, of his albums. It's off. Because uh, he only got one studio album. Is that Geography? Is it Geography? I think it's Geography, and then he's got an EP with, with like night nightgowns. I think I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's called Geography. It's called Geography? Yeah. Oh, I'm such a beast. You're amazing at this. <laughs> and uh, the EP's called... Uh, he's got Five Day Mission. That's quite funny. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It might be a single though. And then, yeah, Memory 2014. Well done, man. Oh. Doing well. I didn't get the memory sort of. Did you not? I thought you did. No. Oh. Um, yeah. Because it depends. Because it... Well, I just thought it came together quite well. Hmm. It, like, even with the little... Just the thirty-second tracks in between and stuff. It just sort of worked. Like, you know, he has the song literally just it's coming out. It's just like a recording of when um we scored the penalty against Colombia. Yeah. Um, like or when it went to penalty. Like it's just it's just stupid, but like it's just like it's a memory. Mm. It's something that happened in his life that was important. So he just wiped it in the album. Yeah. I just think that's just quite like, quite a cool idea. Yeah, I really like that album. And I like, enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but it depends because. It depends what genre you ask me, things like that, you know, because uh, as much as I wasn't a big fan of it, but I understood the appeal and I knew, I said to my friends, oh. Billy Eilish will win the uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, Grammys for best record. Did that come out when we all fall asleep, where we go? Is yeah. that this? That yeah, was that, 2019. That, that's a good album as well. Like um, with Bad Guy, uh, things yeah. like that on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your friends are gay or something, I can't remember what. Um, wish you were gay. Wish you were gay, yeah. Yeah. And uh, had other things like that on it. Very friend. Very friend is a very friend is another good good track. Yeah. Had a eight on it as well. Um, yeah. But for me, I really enjoyed Dave's uh, psychodrama. I thought it was a good album. Oh, I didn't listen to that. No, I don't like Dave. Don't like Dave. Yeah, I know that's bold, isn't it? It's bold. Mm. I just don't like. No, nah, that's fair enough. I thought I liked Dave's record. I also. What about uh, Kanye's album? <laughs> Kanye's album. Yeah. Ollie really enjoyed that. I, Did I didn't enjoy it. I was, nah. I'm not a big Kanye fan anyway. 
Sorry, no. that's, that's like blasphemy. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't think it was about it. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of my favourite albums last year was because I'm a really fan of French rap. So, uh, Nekford. Oh, French rap. Yeah, yeah, brought out a really fantastic album yeah. called uh, Lizzie's Twitter by Gathering, which is, um, which the, is which means the Shooting Stars. Shooting Stars. Uh, and it's a really good album. It's, oh, what? What's uh, it actually? Two hours long, I think. Two the, hours? Yeah. 35, 40 songs on the album. It's a, it's a crazy long album. Jeez. I can say, what does your surname mean? So, yeah. Does it, means, it mean white animals? Blanche d'air is. So, as we were talking about surnames earlier. Yeah. It's a uh, white earth. White earth? Yeah. I thought it would be animals because in German, Tiere is animals. Yeah. House, house Tiere. <laughs> house Tiere, yeah. yeah. Pets. Yeah, no. It's, See, um, that's why German's so good, man. House Tiere. House animals. Pets. Just make perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did he did he do that? Um like ha has to has to do Did he do that like did he do German GCC? Yeah. yeah it's that, yeah. Ein Am in my Deutsche GCSE. Is it oh, yeah. bekommt? Yeah. Yeah. Und uh mit meiner wunderbar um uh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? My wonderful um score, Mark. The well, I could say uh, I can't remember. Literally, I got this so long ago. <laughs> I did my GCSE in year 10. Are you GCSE in year 10? Yeah. I did French in year 7, German in year 10. Oh, man, you, you were a little nerd then. You, oh, no. yeah. You're way down now. I'm so going back down the index. Yeah, so you're actually moving up. Yeah. Which say so you've got cooler since coming to university. Nah. I don't know. I think, I think I'm more popular at uni than I ever was in school. Really? Yeah. Which is saying something because I'm not even popular. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't what I was saying. <laughs> but fair, yeah. But what, what were we going to say? You think, oh, we, oh you're not popular. That's good. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're a very pop popular guy. You, you've got, got a lot of mates from different different areas and that. Yeah, I feel like me at uni with my friends, I feel like I have friends that are very varied. I have no two friends are the same. Yeah. Yeah, Whereas I I've met some people who I think that's each when you meet them, your mates back home, they're all from the same upbringing as you, more or less. Like you all mm. grew up in the same area, doing the same things for fun. And like, but here, you, if you meet someone from Newcastle, who like they're just going to be so different to you, like no matter what, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, a lot of the friends I think you meet here are just different. Yeah. And also, you don't mind mixing with people that are different, which is different for you. Mm. That's it, man. That's it. That's a wrap. That's all it is. That's yeah. a that's a chicken poison wrap. Chicken Cajun. Chicken wrap. Cajun wrap. That's what we'll take away from that. Yeah. Do languages. <laughs> do languages. <laughs> Basically, as a as a roundup, do languages. Uh, and be cool and be nice.